Welcome to the El Bestia Experience with your host, yours truly, Josh Roof, where we talk about dope shit on a weekly basis. Welcome to the first episode. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about the Virgil Abloh Kanye West effect, i.e. the 21st century renaissance, i.e. the modern day enlightenment, i.e. the baller ass shit that's going to happen in this century. Like I think this century is going to be ridiculous for humanity uh, and I'm going to speak about it in a second. So to kick it off, let's start with Kanye West and Virgil Abloh. Now, these people are examples of modern day polymaths. Now, what is a polymath? A polymath is somebody who excels in a vast array of different fields. Um, For example, Leonardo da Vinci was a polymath. He must have mastered about 20 different fields, um, such as architecture, sculpting, painting. Uh, He even invented musical instruments. And he's somebody who was a genius in many ways. Um, and then, if obviously, if you look at people like Kanye West and Virgil, you know, Kanye, amazing musician, started out as a music producer, became a rapper, now he's a fashion designer, now he's gone into other crazy other, other stuff that he's looking to pioneer. And then you look at someone like Virgil Abloh. Virgil Abloh was uh, what is the executive uh, head of Louis Vuitton Men as well obviously a fashion designer as well as um, a dj as well as an architect so the fact that these monday artists are not limiting themselves to one specific field is just so exciting because i think growing up a lot of the time we are um you know sometimes brainwashed into thinking that we can only be good at one thing or do one thing and that is it for us you know, that's our, our life done. Whereas people like Virgil and Kanye uh, and Steve Jobs, for example, um, are people who have come ac- come along and have challenged that and have been, you know, masters in cross disciplines. And obviously you look back to Leonardo da Vinci, as I mentioned just a second ago, he is the ultimate example of somebody who has mastered many different things. Um, and I find that very exciting. So obviously we talk about the renaissance in the 14th century uh, which lasted to the 17th century which is considered to be the rebirth of art philosophy music and architecture um, from before obviously you had the ancient times ancient rome ancient greece when all that was valued and then it went into the dark ages from, from around about 476 a.d to the 14th century which is around about a thousand years of just you know, shit, basically, like, life was just short, miserable, and wasn't very um, inspirational by any means. Um, The Renaissance came about after the Medici family, um, based in Italy, who were incredibly wealthy through banking and commerce, 
decided to put a value on art, beauty, and actually patroned these artists like Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo to come across and to, um, you know, create beautiful pieces of work, create beautiful pieces of art. You have things like the Sistine Chapel that was birthed in those areas. Um, you also have you know, uh, the Mona Lisa, which was created, you know, all these architecture, all this design, if you go to Rome and, uh, you know, Florence, places in Europe, Barcelona, there's these beautiful buildings that are around from, from back uh, in the Renaissance era, which were, you know, absolutely groundbreaking, and um, that was like the Renaissance, it was considered like the Enlightenment, where it was out of the darkness came the light, and people put a value on beauty, wisdom, truth, and uh, that kind of was put to the forefront and funded by the the famous Padishi family and patroned. Uh, by the way, excuse my nasally voice. Uh, it's extra nasally today because I'm feeling quite ill, so um, if it's annoying you... <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So obviously, how does the Renaissance relate to today? So today, we have this thing called the internet, which is almost like the patrons of like the Medici family, but you don't need the Medici family, you can just have the internet. Which is, I mean, it's not completely true, but it's like very true. Like, you know, on the internet, you can pretty much make money in so many different creative ways. I have a friend who is a musician and he has like 15 million streams of Spotify. He's just a regular dude, um, but he's making a living off that every month passively. He doesn't actually have to actively go to work and, and like, you know, turn up to a, an office. He just makes money passively now i'm not saying that's something to, to to go for i'm not saying you know you, you should want to go for you know not working but what i'm saying is he's making his living um online he's not famous but his music gets traction because there's this thing called the long tail within within the internet Not only is is there the the long tail which I just spoke about, there is the the fact that knowledge is so accessible now. Like for somebody like Leonardo da Vinci to to learn something in the in the fourteenth century, back in like fourteen ninety four or something like that, he had to go to a lot a lot of um, pain and struggle to find exactly what he wanted. If he wanted to learn about birds like that's literally what he read up on by the way if he wanted to study about birds or something like that he would have to like go to the scholars go to like the library go to like some old ass like maybe travel to another city i don't know exactly what would have happened but it would have been a pain in the ass to find the exact piece of knowledge that he wanted to get to now all we have to do is google something and we can find out whatever we want if you want to learn how to code, just go onto YouTube and search JavaScript and search and find out how to code. If you want to learn how to make music, there's a Udemy course there waiting for you. 
there's all these different elements that we can learn and it's it's ridiculous so now we don't have to limit ourselves to just one discipline because the education's there the information's there all we've got to do is sit our ass down and just take that action so very short kind of snappy episode um I just round it up saying, don't be afraid to try and, learn, try and learn multiple different fields. You don't have to put yourself in a box or label who you are or what you do. You don't have to define yourself in such a, a simple box. You can be dynamic, you can be innovative, you can cross discipline. And there's certain things that you will learn in one discipline, which will be um, transferable to other disciplines, you know, Steve Jobs used calligraphy uh, when it came to designing the iPhone. You know, seemingly calligraphy was like just unrelated. So how does how does calligraphy relate to tech? But actually, now every iPhone's designed the way it is, probably down to the fact that Steve Jobs had such a a passion for design and and the aesthetic of how something looks. And that's just an example about how things can cross discipline so as i say don't put yourself in a box learn different skills learn different ways of thinking Um, and obviously because the information is so infinite then there's no real cost to kind of get that information and then at the same time because there's a marketplace out there on the internet for, for for pretty much most things it's a really exciting time to just be self-sufficient and just put stuff out there because uh, there is a marketplace as my <laughs> as my first ever and last ever real estate marketing podcast found out 250 people listen to it i put no effort into it pretty much and i still got attraction it's crazy what you could do if what I could do if I put my own into a podcast, which is what I'm trying to do now. So I hope you enjoyed it. Hope kind of made sense of the 21st century renaissance where artists and creatives are empowered to put things out there to create because there's such a, an infinite marketplace. And there's also such an infinite potential to learn about different skill sets and bring them together to make magic. And there is a very good chance that you can be financially rewarded for for whatever you put out there on the internet, for whatever you learn, and there'll be a marketplace for it. There's a good chance. I'm not saying you can, like, you know, there's no get-rich-quick schemes, but you can find a market for whatever your art is or for whatever your gift is. You can find a way to monetize it because of the internet. And that is like the, the Medici family in the 14th century who just funded arts, artists and and architects to, to go out there and create beautiful things. You can do that today. That's such a beautiful thing that none of our, of our, like even our parents would have had or our grandparents or our great-great-grandparents, they would have had that. They, they just had their job and if they did well in their job, then great, but... They didn't have the opportunity to to find a marketplace for their talents online on the internet. 
Now, you know, what is the long tail? The long tail is the fact that for every different niche of something, there will be people searching it somewhere in the world and people will find that piece of content. For example, I started up a shitty little podcast last year uh, about estate agents and uh, real estate um, on social media, like how to how to get people to, to come to your... Um, uh, like to buy houses from Facebook, basically, which is obviously <laughs> a long shot. Um, I made a podcast on it. I didn't know what I was talking about. I just put out one podcast and, and I left it because I was like, this is shit. But I left it out there. I came back two days ago. 250 players. Now, 250 players, it ain't a lot. It ain't going to pay the bills. It ain't going to pay the rent. It ain't going to make me a rich man. It ain't going to make me a famous man. But 250 players from, like, nothing. That's pretty crazy, actually, to think about it. 250 people listen to that podcast in the world. Think of a room of 250 people. You know, it's not a big room, but that's, that's quite a lot of people in one room. 250 people. So it's like... The long tail is fucking long, man. You know, you can have a niche for every individual thing. You could be someone who likes peanut butter and just makes content about peanut butter. Uh, and you probably get fucking listens and shit. Like, it's it's crazy. So, that is the long tail. The fact that we can have targeted searches and we can find exactly what we're looking for and pretty much just individualize our own content preferences there's no mtv anymore there's no tv that controls what we watch but there is but we don't watch it it's all about google searches or search engines or podcast searches or youtube or instagram and we find what we want therefore if you put out a piece of content people will find it doesn't matter how good it is how bad it is people will find it and will listen to it and they might not listen to it again or keep on listening to it but they will find it, which is very interesting because before, if you were you were either Michael Jackson or you were just a singer, there was no in-between. Whereas now, for example, my friend, who, as I say, is a regular guy, he's making his living from making music online, um, 15 million streams on Spotify, but he's just, like, making, like, sleep music. He makes his living off the internet, which is crazy. It's like being the uh, it's like being an artist in the, in the Medici family and the Medici family are funding you to go do your projects but this time you're actually because the market's so dispersed and so kind of just out there and it's so connected to everybody in the world there's so much room for finding the pe- the, the perfect market for you and it doesn't take a lot to find that that market.